right player one and we have a very 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 exciting show a bit of a fun show coming up for you tonight but i'm not alone my name is jacob and i am joined by tom hello and i'm joined by nathan hello and boys we have what promises to be a fun episode as i just said but if anyone wants to check us out before I tell you what's going to happen this episode, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Player One Sin, on YouTube at Player One. You can also check us out on Player One on Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And let me just hype up our show because we've got some fun stuff coming up. I keep saying fun. It's going to be fun. We have some rapid fire news and releases. We have our playlist. We're going to tell you what we've been playing. We're then going to dive into the depths of sonic news and if you know what i'm talking about oh get excited for that following that we're going to go into our second hour and you'll get updated on what's going to happen then but of course before we start i'm just going to mention that we have a fun little interview teaser right at the end of the show right after we sign off you will be teased with a howard scott warshaw interview teaser and nathan for those who don't know who is howard scott warshaw uh so Howard Scott Warshaw was a developer at Atari who made the Yars Revenge, the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and the E.T. video game. Ooh, that's exciting. Very exciting. And on a bit more of a sour note, before I go into our first song, uh, of course, lockdown has been tough on everyone. Uh, if you or anyone you know feels like they may need someone to talk to or just some help, you can feel free to hit up beyond blue at 1-300-224-636 or kids helpline at 1800-55-1800 but with that we're going to go into our first kiss we're going to go into our first song and that is one last kiss by hikaru utada utada on player one that was frangelico dreams by gabriella Cohen from Sin's Sweet 16 playlist and you're listening to Player One on Sin with me Nathan as well as Jacob and Tom right now we've got some rapid fire news uh Tom take it away thank you this rapid fire news is brought to you by me being very slow this week okay we're gonna take it nice and easy rapid fire news has been segments that throws people off you know that they get their socks knocked off of them but this week we're just gonna relax we're gonna mellow out we're gonna sit down on the your couch. socks back on yeah so, first bit of news. The 23rd Pokemon movie will be debuting on Netflix on October 8th. Fantastic if you love Pokemon movies. Unfantastic if you don't and you despise them thoroughly. But, you know what? I have never met a single person who does. So, I don't think that person exists. Yeah, we're going to be perfectly fine. Mm. But, you know, on the topic of movies, Hideo Kojima, famous video game director who thinks a movie director, is teasing The Matrix 4. Why? So this is this is a weird thing. This is why I love and hate Hideo Kojima. He's never, you know, completely just like, oh, I'm doing this. He's not mm. ever just like, oh, this is my project. This is my thing. Even in his games, he's so unbelievably cryptic that um, 
it's hard to just take anything he tweets or anything he puts out and just be like, oh, that means nothing or that means everything because it could mean everything and it could mean nothing at the same time. This could just be him going, I want to see The Matrix 4. This could also be him saying, I'm in The Matrix 4. We don't know. Well, The Matrix 4 is coming out on December 22nd, uh, 2021. So maybe we'll find out then. But... Something else we can find out. Suda51, that's a game developer behind No More Heroes, is encouraging fans to pick up bootleg No More Heroes shirts. And why like, not? Um, are there actual, like, um, are there actual, like, legitimate ones? Or are there just... I mean, maybe not anymore. No More Heroes is a game that was released in 2007. Uh, there so... might be some floating around in some capacity, but... I would not be surprised if they were so, you know, niche or hard to find, or for that matter, um, expensive. So, like, hmm, Tom's completely right. It, it's, it's been 2007. It could not be there. It could be. Oh, actually, Travis Strikes Again for 2019 release, No More Heroes got, like, a sequel. I'm not really too in tuned on the No More Heroes universe, but uh, what I am fairly familiar with, a new glitch could break open Breath of the Wild speedruns, according to speedrunners, which is good. When it comes from the source, the people who, the speedrunners, that's a good source, you know, that's a reliable chance. If you told me, hey, I found this new glitch in Breath of the Wild, I'm like, oh my Lord, that's going to break open. That's going to break open the speedruns. You know that that is not, that's not worthy. That doesn't mean anything. And and I I will say, I saw it um, when I was pulling up the news for this. It's Mm -hmm. sliding sideways through the sky at unbelievable speeds and you know how you get something in a speed run that looks just fascinating and really fun to do that's what this looks like it looks like it's one of those things you pull it off and you will pop off you will actually be very very happy with yourself because it looks like one of those really fun ones it's not a barrier skip where it's just tedious to do um, well breath of the wild barrier skips are not too complicated they are a bit no. weird a lot of shield jumping and reverse jumping but cross map traveling in breath of the wild speed runs is typically done with a bomb throw i can't remember what it's called uh i know what you mean definitely bomb, bounce that bomb or something you know where you like use both of your bombs in the game and hit yourself uh, explode one of them into you and it like flies you across the map mm. Breath of the Wild is a fascinating speedrun game. If you oh. haven't checked it out, please do. It is fun to watch. Uh, but moving on, Tom. World of Warcraft has removed references to hoes and giant sacks. Now, of course, this is involved with uh, Christmas-related content and around recent Blizzard Activision uh, news. We don't, we don't need to talk about that here. What we can mention, though, is that the two references are two quotes, and that's all they changed. There's two quotes in, in World of Warcraft. Now, it's not much, uh, but it's making news because Blizzard Activision is making news. <laughs> Ryuda Iuda, Iuda, uh, the last name is hard for me to say. The artist behind Jet Set Radio and Yakuza is back with Sega. Now, this is exciting. Jet Set Radio is a cult classic at this point, and Yakuza has been growing a lot recently as probably the largest Sega property at the moment. You know, uh, in a popularity contest against Sonic, I, th- I think I know who would win. And like, it's there was an f- indie game that featured recently on the Nintendo Spotlight that looked very similar to Jet Set Radio. Maybe Sega's worried about their market being mm. stolen and they want to kind of get back into that. 
that would be a fascinating market to watch. Multiple games that look the exact same like that. Oh, it's, it's Tony. It's a Tony Hawk fan um, with Skate and Tony Hawk, you know, battling it out. It's you. You're spoiled for choice. Give me mm. more of this. Well, next, mo- next news, please. Microsoft Flight Simulator devs have delayed the Top Gun movie expansion to avoid people gathering due to COVID alongside the movie. Now, they mean, of course, uh, they don't want to promote the film within their highly successful, highly popular game so that people don't decide that they would like to go to see it. Um, which, yeah, I get that. That makes sense. It's, yeah. it's sort of like you're promoting COVID within that. And... It'll get to the game eventually. Microsoft Flight Simulator has an excessive amount of content, actually. It's, it's quite impressive, especially as someone who's not interested in simulation games. It's mm, uh, Definitely. Now, Sonic Colors Ultimate has been released horribly and disgustingly with reports of seizure-inducing glitches, which is just embarrassing for Sega again. And we're going to talk a bit about that later on in the show. Of course, this week brings a new season of Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, Siege fans will know that this is big news, super exciting. And anyone else, this is a great time to pick up the game and figure out how esports and maybe yourself interact a little bit. Ooh, ooh, definitely, definitely. And we do have some new releases this week. Nothing too huge, 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 but some fun things out there. First off, on September fourteenth, on PC and PlayStation Five, we have Deathloop. On September 16th, 16th even, we have Eastwood releasing on Switch and PC. On the same day, we have Skatebird releasing on Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Linux. On uh, September 17th, we have Aragami 2 releasing on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And on the same day, September 20th, uh, sorry, September 17th, we have Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom releasing on Switch. And one last game, we have Toem releasing on PlayStation 5, Switch, and PC on the same day. And that's pretty exciting. But you know what's more exciting? Our next song. Nathan, could you take it away? Uh, yes, the next song is Mood Ring by Lord. And after that, you have Learner in an Alpha by Mod Con. Welcome back to Play One on Sin. You just heard Learner in an Alpha by ModCon, part of our Sweet 16. You can check that out every single week at sin.org.au or Sunday on the Sunday Sweets show. Tell them we said hi. Now, we're going to go into our playlist, a bit of fun. We're going to talk about what games we've been indulging in as gamers. And I think I'll start this week. I've had some fun delving into a game that I've already kind of played and I loved when I played it on the PlayStation 4. It is uh, Gears for Breakfast's a Hat in Time, uh, with both DLC expansions, the Nyakuza uh, Metro, of course, Yakuza with an N at the front, um, and the Seal the Deal um, expansion. And look, for those who have not touched or played uh, any of um, Hat in Time, it is a fantastic indie game, um, very reminiscent of early 2000s collectathon style games in the style of Mario Sunshine and Jack and Daxter and things like that with fun, fun um, combat, some fun uh, world building, fun characters. And to be honest, it's just a really fun game. It, it was on sale on the Switch. Uh, that sale will have ended by the time this goes out, unfortunately. 
But if you're looking for a new game to play in that style, something to mix up your library and show some indie love, uh, I would genuinely suggest it out. Suggest it. I, um, hell, I was even a backer back in, I believe, 2016 when it was a Kickstarter game. So keep an eye out. You may just see my name on the Kickstarter list. But Nathan, how about you? What have you been playing? Uh, well, uh, first, before I get into that, uh, please tell me that the Nyakuza are cats that are a y- Yakuza. Yep, they are a cat Yakuza uh, in a mess in like a really deep city. It's actually so much fun and it's one of the most adorable things. And like seal the deal. Have a guess what animal is in seal the deal. Like Seals? You, if you haven't checked out Hat in Time, check it out. You will love the comedy. You will love the characters. It, it's so good. Please do check it out. Um, me, mostly, I've been playing um, some more Satisfactory. I've been building my base and building up factories and getting, like, tons of stuff to, like that done. Um, I've also been doing... I'm not sure if this counts as a game. Uh, I like... Uh, they're called CYOAs or choose your own adventures. Like they're these little documents where you have points and you can spend your points on like perks and stuff. It's fun. yeah. It's um, like a text-based game. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tell me, tell us about those ones you've been playing. Um, so like uh, one is kind of more a freeform one called the essence one, which is like you, you find these like little potions and you can drink as many of them as you want and they give you like really powerful powers and like um some other ones are like um i can't actually think of them all but um there are some really cool ones like there's ones in like worm and like in all sorts of other media and like anime and manga and all kinds of stuff great to hear great to hear and tom how about you what have you been indulging in this week I've been playing a lot of Escape from Tarkov, actually. Now, I originally got this game as a gift from my roommates a few years ago, right before lockdown, and I really couldn't stick with it. It was punishing, it was tough, but I really felt too far behind in it. This week recently, though, some pro esports friends of mine, some Siege players were playing it, and they're like, hey, you should check it out. And, I, you know, I don't like missing out on things. If someone sends me an invitation to play, I'm, I'm straight on that. And I got in, I played a bunch, and I find myself in between when I'm doing university work or writing for the radio or whatever. I'm like, I, actually, I kind of want to play. I want to play some Escape from Tarkov right now. And as well, I have been playing Rainbow Six Siege as usual, Apex Legends, League of Legends, uh, just kind of everything that pulls me around. And of course, some Pokemon Showdown. I'm never going to leave you behind, Pokemon. You're always the best to me. Someone you might want to leave behind, though. Grace Kelly by Mecca is the song that's coming up next because you're listening to Player One on Sin. That's where music is. And after that is Living on the Outside by Tame vantage it's part of the sin sweet 16 and like i said before you're listening to player one on sin two living on the outside by tam vantage is a song that you just heard and that's part of the sin sweet 16 you can check that playlist out on sin.org.au that's part of sunday sweets every sunday at noon now right here right now is player one on sin with myself tom of course included with me as jacob and nathan and we're going to be talking a little bit about video games specifically sonic colors ultimate oh boy and what it means to to be this game okay because 
<laughs> from what we've been talking about in between while you guys were listening to music, I was finding out a little bit that we may be we may be deceived. This may be a facade, a trick, some foolery going on. It may be, but we'll get to that specifically a little bit later. That's a bit of a tease for the next um, mm. uh, bit. But for those who don't know, um, I think we mentioned it before, but Sonic uh, Colors Ultimate, the remake of Sonic Colors, a fairly well-regarded Sonic game uh, for the Wii, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It's one of the ones I missed, but for the Wii... It, uh, it released, and for pre-release, uh, for anyone who pre-ordered the game, they got the game about a week early, uh, which is an interesting pre-release idea. I like it, but um, simply put, it was riddled with glitches. Mm. It was rushed to all hell and back, which is really disappointing for what seems to be a very simple remake of a game, um, as well as the glitches being really worryingly heavy uh obviously uh we mentioned before that some of them are seizure inducing uh the often the textures will completely freak out and you'll get flashes of obviously very 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 bright colored lights um you know just going back and forth back and forth back and forth uh textures will not load bosses uh, are causing all sorts of texture failures you're getting all sorts of problems like that and hmm. in about what about a week um sega hasn't done anything sega hasn't even lifted their finger to be like yeah this is happening instead they're advertising the game's uh, official release like nothing's wrong and um, i think is... actually sorry i think actually there has been some stuff from there um oh so the new stuff i missed um stuff from there uh uh, their their head of like marketing or whatever or their uh sorry uh here it is hey everyone Katie uh net I I don't know how to say this name all good um um she says appreciate all your feedback on Sonic Colors Ultimate and the teams are listening and assessing for an upcoming patch thank you all for your patience as we dig into this. So, okay, yeah, that was on September 5th. Uh, so, so, September 6th for us. Um, but honestly, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, even if I did miss that, Sega having missed this for two, three days, um, especially given the gravity of the situation, is still honestly pathetic for what is a very, very highly um, looked at producer and publisher um and to have only really you know said that they're looking into it not you know recalled the uh, copies blocked the copies or anything like that it is pretty bad yeah and uh i like as well as a game itself apparently it it's just sonic colors if not sonic colors but buggy and on your switch or your other consoles that's actually probably worth mentioning is that these uh, glitches are reportedly only happening on the Switch version. Sorry, mm. continue there. Tom. Um, I, th- I think I've seen a thing that it might be on all of them. So I've seen that too, but there's nothing um, concrete on that. And it seems to be a mainly... So the Caesar-inducing ones are, are yeah. Switch exclusive uh, and the 
the PlayStation 4 Xbox One versions are still apparently rather buggy though. Oh, Sega. Yeah. So this is just Sonic Colors. If you played it on the Wii, you're not missing out. If you loved it so much, maybe. If you've still got your Wii, go ahead and go get the original. Yeah, have fun apparently with that. Apparently that's a better game. Um, but yeah, uh, you know what? We're going to go into something that is a lot better than glitches. And that's our next song. And you know what? It's a really fun song. It's uh, Can You Feel the Sunshine from Sonic R, a classic. That was The Moment the World Rushed In by The Finks from Sin Sweet 16 playlist. You're listening to Player One on Sin. So um, we were talking about the Sonic Ult- uh, Colors Ultimate and the glitches. Um, but we found out some of them are fake. Just... Yeah. This this is strange. I don't think I've ever seen this before. Um, Nathan was saying, yeah, it, it is fake. And uh, I'll get your opinion on it in just a second, Nathan. But for those who don't know, yes, the game released uh, early. But it seems the, uh, the code and the game has been already thrown to emulators. Um, specifically the Yuzu emulator and people have been playing it on that and apparently and uh, I want to make sure that this is not seen as you know my words not gospel here uh, because nobody really knows completely yet but apparently that's where a lot of these seizure inducing light texture style glitches are coming from and those are being thrown around the internet as if they're gospel from the actual game, along with uh, footage of actual glitches from the game and other footage from the game. Uh, a lot of Switch users um, and PS- PS4 and Xbox users have found that um, they're not having the glitches or that the glitches aren't as heavy as what they're seeing on Twitter and online. Whereas when some of these are being found, people are being found out by having things like a mouse cursor in the corner of the screen or um, different different kind of giveaways as to the fact that this could be an emulator and even one of the bigger uh, immediate people who showed footage of these glitches announced and properly stated that they're using the yuzu emulator um Mm. and quote unquote uh this has started something i didn't intend it's really fascinating to see this it's don't get me wrong um Sega is still in the wrong for having a, a franchise that's so synonymous with glitches um, and not being fixed that people believed this immediately. But it's also very fascinating to see people faking or fake sending out glitches so to the rest of the world. I think actually something that's worth mentioning is this: the glitch is not fake. This is a real glitch on Yuzu emulation. So if you're a fan of Sonic and you are uh, prone to seizures, knowing that is important still. Very much. And another thing, it is actually confirmed now that it also happens on the Switch, not just the emulation. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, just Well, yeah, it's important for us as a show that we make sure you guys at home get the important details on this. Yeah. So videos released of people playing on their Switch console and invoking the glitch. And apparently it happens when you switch between planets 
I've never played Sonic Colors. I didn't know there was planets. I figured it would be like a traditional Sonic game. <laughs> Pretty much With, is. Yeah. But um, so, uh, switching between planets. Don't do a core gameplay mechanic. And in fact, I will say as well, having watched these glitches, these aren't just like color flashing things. This is game unplayable if you put this in your hands and you tried to play this game even without being prone to seizures this would be an extremely extremely unpleasant experience oh definitely yeah yeah i I will say it is interesting seeing that um these glitches are being thrown around from the emulator and people have i don't want to say faked faked is a harsh word for this but um Again, I think the immediate look at that and people going, yeah, no, that's real. Um, and that's what's happening on the Switch consistently. It's obviously happening on the user a lot more. Thanks, thanks Tom, for uh, correcting me there. Um, but it's almost telling of where Sonic the Hedgehog is as a franchise um, to the fact that people were just like, yep, we believe that. Yeah. And I mean, don't go spreading fake glitch rumors or videos if you can avoid doing that but um yeah if if you're planning on picking up sonic colors ultimate hold off um wait uh give it i don't know how long you want to give a game with uh, issues this bad but give it time and wait for people to start talking about this game having fixed these issues wait for the patches to come in uh obviously if you're on a user emulator and you're using the um pre-release uh patch of the game you're going to have problems until you get the new patch but yeah avoid it go 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 play sonic mania that's also on switch uh it's a much better game it's a game that runs smoothly but yeah that's all i can really say on that and all we can really say on that without uh going too much further into it and we're going to go into our next song and you know our next song another really fun one another one from sonic r it is Super Sonic Racing, one of my favorites, one of everyone's favorite Sonic songs, here on Player One on Sin with Jacob. Sparrow by Tim Shiel featuring Caitlin Keegan and Leah Cardos is the song that you just heard. And wow, that is a lot of people in that song. That is also on sweet, uh, the Sweet 16 playlist, which you can find on sin.org.au as well. You can find that on Spotify probably just by looking up Sunday Sweets in the Sweet 16 playlist. Okay, so listen, I've got a little story for you right now. You might be wondering, Tom, what is going on in the world of the radio right now? Well, I'll tell you, it's going on on Player One on Sin, which is crazy because it's not just on the radio. It's also on Twitter and Instagram at Player One Sin. As well, it's Player One on YouTube. It's Player One on Omni and Apple Podcast and Google Podcast and, of course, on Spotify, right? We're everywhere. You try to run, but you cannot hide. Player One is here to be your friend. Now, of course, joining me in the studio as well is Jacob. Howdy-daddy-do. And Nathan. Yo. Who, much like me, were assimilated into Player One by this the greatness of sin now we got some great things coming up as well we have an interview with howard scott warshaw and of course that is the developer and the lead designer behind the et atari game in case you didn't know who howard scott warshaw is i know now as well sometimes we talk about some really intense things we 
especially a lot of the stuff that's going on in the news right now with Blizzard and Activision. So make sure if you feel at all disturbed or upset about what we talk about, you can reach out to Beyond Blue at 1-300-224-636 as well, 1-800-55-1800. Now, we also have some other cool stuff coming up. We have a quiz right after this, I think. And we have... Jacob's Nuzlocke special series as well. We're going to talk a little bit about something we missed last week, which is Crash Bandicoot turning 25. Wow, he's so old. And after that, if you're still around, make sure to check out the song that's coming up next, which is Takeover from Persona 5 Royale, which is just Persona 5's turned 5. What a great age for a great game. As well, after that, we have You Can Find Love Anywhere by Moses Gun Collect. Welcome back to Player One on Sin. You just heard two wonderful songs. They were You Can Find Love Anywhere by Moses Gun Collective. Part of our Sweet 16. You can check that out every single week at sin.org.au or you can check it out on Sunday at noon on the Sunday Sweet Show. And you may just find your new favorite song there. And before that, we had Takeover from Persona 5 Royal uh, for the fifth anniversary of Persona 5. And no, we really haven't played Persona 5. Go play it. You're missing out. But, of course, speaking of missing out, if you're not listening now, you're missing out on the f- most fun part of the show. It is the quiz. Connor won last week, if you caught it. But, unfortunately, Connor is a little bit unwell. Um, he did just get his COVID jab, so good on him. But I am going to take over for this week on his questions. So these are his questions he wrote. So bear with me. Last time we did this, it was bit of a um crapshoot yeah last time it was the same people too it was hopefully hopefully connor has learned from this and he's given me questions i can uh pass off with relative answers so boys are we ready yes of course all right and just to remind people of the uh how this works in case you're joining in for the first time simply put i will ask 10 questions and whoever i hear say their name first well they get a chance to answer if they get it right they get a point if they don't it gets passed on to the next person and without further ado question one what was the most recent tv show sorry tv show licensed game starring a sponge tom um tom this is gonna be wrong this is gonna be this is bait this is this is clickbait but i'm gonna say uh the remaster of battle for bikini bottom with spongebob ding 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 it is 100 percent correct he started really easy here. Um, question two. Before Marvel's Avengers by Square Enix, who was working on an Avengers game before it was cancelled? Tom? Tom. I'm pretty sure it was Activision who had a, a Mar- first-person Marvel game that was being worked on. No, it the- wasn't. Okay, well, you fight scrolls and it was the plan. <laughs> I think you're thinking of the right one, but you're thinking of the wrong company. The wrong developer. I was going to say THQ, but I'm just going to Well, Nathan, that, Nathan do you want to throw a name out there? Um, I'm going to say THQ. It is THQ. Yes. Tom, you <laughs> Thank you for the win, Tom. Yeah. Look, <laughs> THQ, it kind of feels like a thing. They did licensed games a lot, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. It, it, it looked good when it was um, going around, though. Yeah. But yeah, THQ died. Yeah, unfortunate. But question three is not going to be an unfortunate question. 
which members of the Avengers, the movie Avengers, should I add, not comic Avengers, so what you're seeing in the movies, um, haven't had their own standalone Nathan. games? Nathan. Oh, I, oh, sorry. I thought you were going to say movies. Um, Let's see. I don't think... I'm going to say Hawkeye. Um, I'm going to say... Uh, and Black Widow. Ding, and ding, Captain ding. America. Oh, okay. Oh. No. Oh, oh, okay, Black Widow. I'm going to take that <laughs> yeah. away from you. You kept no! talking. God! No one's getting this point. I'm uh, sorry. I know about the Captain America game. It's sort of like Arkham where you just go around and beat people up. It's for the first Avenger developed by THQ. I'm almost certain. <laughs> like it would be, to be honest. And it, yes, it came every... out with the movie. It was. It's pretty good. Every other major Marvel um character in the avengers team has had From a standalone game uh i believe the 2012 one would be what we're basing this off okay because um, there's like i'm like i don't know of an ant-man game or like... well that's that's why i had to say from the movies i'm thinking more that movie i think <laughs> connor could have worded that Falcon better game. but <laughs> moving on to question four this is neck and neck still what was the first licensed lego game tom um tom uh, it was Lego City. No. I want to say like, okay. Nathan. Uh, Nathan. Was, it, was it Lego Lord of the Rings? No, it was no, Lego no. Star Wars. Okay, I was pretty sure oh, it was Star Wars, but I felt like there was one that was like a little niche one that came out beforehand. It wouldn't not have surprised very... me, yeah. Yeah, like uh, uh, Star Wars. It's, it's great. It's classic. Pod racing's in it, and it's really hard to do when you're a kid, but I came back to it as an adult and was like, why was this so difficult? Just like smashed, but anyway, oh, it's, it's the way of returning to a game. Uh, moving forward, though, and returning to another fun game series, what was the lowest rated Simpsons game? I'm assuming on Metacritic and IGN. No idea. <laughs> so, there was a Simpsons kind of style like hit and run sequel ish thing that was released between hit and run and the simpsons game i believe or it was before hit and run 